Welcome to this midweek message of the Between the Dream podcast. I'm your host, Richard Taylor Jr., reporting to you live from the Workhorse HQ in Edmonds, Washington. Hope that you all are doing well and that your week has been great up until this point. I am so excited for today's conversation. I think it's going to be very helpful and something that we need to get put out on the table. But before we get to that, I want to say thank you to everybody who's tuning in for the first time or maybe one of the few first times on the podcast. And then, of course, to my dream team, those of you that have been here for any length of time. Listen, I ask that you um, subscribe and, of course, encourage others to subscribe as well as we go through the podcast. Listen, with us having that out the way, I want to jump straight into this. So with today's conversation, you know that we're in the 31 Days of Power which is the latest book that I've released. And in the conversation of the 31 Days of Power, we are talking about how fear can be linked to anxiety and how that can actually have control over our lives and the decisions that we make and some of the things that we do. So Monday, I talked to you all about being able to um, learn to fact check your fears, right? Because that fact checking of the fears can help you to start to really put it into perspective maybe reframing your thought process to say, instead of why is this happening to me, what is this trying to teach me, right? And so I wanna read this next point to you all and then we're gonna hop into it. So this comes from day eight of the 31 days of power. And in this, um, I gave you the first point already. So here we go. I said, for some of us, the feelings of anxiety can come from overcommitting and possibly even underperforming. This next point of practice is just for you. That is, I need you to learn how to start being okay with saying no. Do you find yourself overextending projects at work, in school, or in your social circles? If so, this is the perfect time to get comfortable with saying no. Sometimes the fear and anxiety that we deal with can be brought on by ourselves because we stretch our bandwidth to an obscene amount, right? To obscene lengths. So, of course, it becomes easy to feel completely overwhelmed or even question how good what you are trying to bring to the table will be because you're stretched so thin. This is the perfect time to learn your limitations and understand that you do not have to be the savior for everybody. And with that being said, today I want to talk to you all real quick, family, about the importance of saying no and how that no can lead to a stress-free life and that stress-free life can start to help you combat the anxiety that you felt in times past because you've overcommitted and you've stretched yourself thin, sometimes being a yes person far too many times for far too many people, right? And I need for you all to understand that this does not mean that we're gonna just be saying no to everything now, but I think for many of us, when it comes to not having to deal with anxiety, it is important for us to maybe either prioritize or reprioritize our commitment levels and who deserves what. I don't want you all to take this and think that we've now got to just kind of hold our head up high and being like, no, 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 no. What I am saying is, is that in the spirit of prioritizing, it is okay for us to set boundaries. But in order to do that, we've got to be very real with ourselves we got to let go of our pride. we got to let go of our ego because a lot of times we will give ourselves a little more credit than I think we deserve when it comes to what we can truly handle 
in certain seasons and during certain times, right? And so with this, I want you all to be encouraged and understanding that there is not only power in no, but that there can be some level of healing in your no as well, right? And this is definitely important for those of you all that consider yourselves to be the strong friends, the individuals that are everybody else's cheerleader, the person that's there for everybody else, right? Me, you might have people looking up to you. Um, and, and, and hear me, just because you are a strong friend that takes time and learns to say no, I don't want you to think that this means that you are um, somehow incapable now or that what you used to be, you aren't anymore. That's not what I'm saying. What I am saying is that if you want to have longevity and being yourself, which is a helper, which is an individual that is usually there for others, which is a leader in certain regards, I just need for you to understand that that no for you um it, it can be helpful from a standpoint of helping you to not burn out super fast and never picking up your mantle in that space again, right? And hear me, transitionally for you as a strong friend who's used to saying yes, or as the person who's used to saying yes, I need for you all to understand that it's definitely going to be a challenge for certain people to hear you say no, because of the fact that they're so used to you being there at the drop of a dime for them and whatever it might be, right? But I need for you to understand this. Look, they will get over it and they will appreciate knowing that you are going to be around for the long haul, that you are going to be productive over a longer period of time, that you're not going to have to deal with burnout, that they're not going to have to deal with a friend that's bleeding out on them emotionally and mentally because you took up the strength and the courage to say no now. This isn't just for friendships. We need to talk about this from a relationship standpoint, whether romantically or with our family as well, right? It is okay to have to take back and pull back on commitments when it comes to your sanity and the betterment of your mental and emotional health, right? So with this being said, I just want you all to be encouraged to take the time to really figure out your bandwidth and what it is you can do because what tends to happen a lot of times, whether we know it or not, is that when we don't say no, we will start to deal with that extra angst, right? That angst can easily transform into anxiety. And as it easily transforms into anxiety, we are now dealing with pressure from all over, peer pressure. We're dealing with the pressure of trying to make sure that we get everything met in its right time, right? And in this, or we're questioning whether or not with what we're putting out to, to be a yes to everybody else, to be that strong one for everybody else, what is it doing to us, right? Is it causing us to worry? Is it causing us to question um, ourselves when it comes to our productivity? Is it causing you to do this on your job? Like with all of the different things that you have, I just simply want to encourage you with this midweek message to say, listen, it is time for you to get comfortable with saying no and learning boundaries. But in order for you to do that, you've got to be able to take the step back and acknowledge that you've done too much, that you've been too extra for too long. And now it's time for you to take care of you. So with that being said, I want to encourage you all this week, listen, to really just be honest with you, right? Be honest with the fact that, you know, you have limitations that maybe you've ignored in an attempt to try and be everything for everybody. 
But hear me, your purpose in life is not to always be everything for everybody while also not having your needs met and taken care of. So with that being said, let's start to refocus in and start to practice some alone time, start to practice some boundary time, start to practice in those areas and moments where you can be recharged and refueled so that you can continue on and and doing what you need to do, right? And so for some of you all, I wanna encourage you with this, right? What will your exit strategy be as you move forward in being able to say no? What will your exit strategy be um, when it comes to being able to, I don't wanna say flip the script, but to ultimately flip the script? When it comes to dealing with certain friends, family members, relationships where you have overcommitted yourself and you just need some time, right? And the exit strategy doesn't have to be ugly. It doesn't have to be overly dramatic. It can just be as simple as, hey, this is where I am right now. This is what I'm feeling. I love you. There are no hard feelings. Everything is okay as far as we're concerned, but I do need some time and I'm not going to be able to commit to as much as I have in the past or in this season, I'm just not going to be able to commit to much of anything at all. That is okay. We can have proper and effective communication that will help us get these thoughts and these feelings across while still being productive and doing what we need to do. And I want you all to remember that because if you can remember that you are setting yourself up for success right now so that you can be available and so that you can live fruitful in the long haul. With that being said, we're going to close this out. If this has been helpful to you, please make sure you share it, um, screenshot it, send it on social media. And you can tag me as well. Instagram at Richard Taylor Jr. Facebook and LinkedIn, Richard L. Taylor Jr. Twitter at Truly Taylor May. Don't forget, you can get your signed copy of the 31 Days of Power from my website, RichardTaylorJr.com. There you can also find out about my other six books and the merchandise that I have as well. I love you all. And as always, you're not losing in life. You're not failing. You're simply between the dream.